Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is, wherever you are, this is the Mind Changers Podcast. I am your old pal, Rob Vernon, and today, friends, I'm going to share with you a little bit of rip-off-the-band-aid kind of stuff. This episode will will be called A Medium-Sized List of Stark Realities in No Particular Order. And I'm doing this because I think some of the things that we we lack, generally speaking, have to do with resilience. And I think we end up uh, finding the fact that we need to be more resilient in, in, a little bit too late when things are going sideways. So I think maybe this will help. I don't know. But what I do know is we're going to get into it right now. This is a medium-sized list of stark realities in no particular order. Number one. Ease and comfort are the most two or are the two most effective assassins on earth. I'll say it again. Ease and comfort are the two most effective assassins on earth. What does that mean? For the last 60 years or so, we've been trying to make things easier. Uh, we've been trying to make things quicker. We've been trying to take labor away. We have a labor saving device for one thing or another. And, and the question that I have is what are we saving that fucking time for? Some things take effort. Good thing, the right thing takes effort to do, to work. The right thing takes effort to work on. What are we saving this for? What are we saving that time for? Getting into the comfort zone, being comfortable is fine. Staying in the comfort zone will fucking kill you. It's dangerous in there because the problem is that once you get comfortable, you get soft. And once you get soft, you get weak. And once you get weak, you just lose all sense of propriety and vigor and all of this stuff goes away right so that's the problem ease and comfort are nice they're a nice place to visit but you do not want to live there you want to make yourself you want to make things difficult for yourself every day just a little bit just a little bit that helps believe it or not number two Human is the one and only race of advanced bipedal hominids. All other categories are bullshit. Listen, this is some facts maybe you don't want to hear. There are only humans. There are folks that have more melanin in their skin and less. There's folks that have a certain kind of hair, certain kind of chromosomes, certain kind of this and that. You know, eyes a certain way, nose a certain way, mouth a certain way, whatever. Those are common characteristics. The only race of, of creature there is that is like us is us humans. Human is the race. The rest of it is in there to divide us into categories in which we can be controlled and manipulated societally. The scientists do it because, you know, there are things like sickle cell and there are things like, you know, certain things that only certain people get. All that stuff is, is, is reality. That's just scientific truth. But for as far as society goes, there's only one race of people on this planet, and that's us. That's it. We're the only people. Now, there may be more people out in the universe that we don't know, haven't met, all of that kind of stuff. That may be true. I don't know. What I do know is there are earthlings, humans. That's all there is. The rest of it is nonsense. However, number three, human sexuality exists on a large spectrum with many waypoints because that, is, that happens in the brain. But biologically, reproduction is binary. Two things are needed. One, two, zero and one, if you will. You need 
you need an egg and a sperm, you need a male and a female. That is how life is made. All of it, human life, all of it. Okay, we're not fucking starfish that just jerk off into the water. We're not, we're none of this stuff. We're not, we're not, or seahorses, we're not, we're none of that. You may be able to, through surgery, through science, through uh, uh, whatever method, alter your manufacture. But the ultimate truth is that there are two biological sexes in the center of the curve and one which is intersex which both things are present as a as a as an accident of birth which there's nothing wrong with it there's nothing to be judged for however you love who you love and you like who you like and you think you're different whatever that's fine but biologically you you are either primarily male or primarily female that's just it it's okay to be trans it's okay to be all this stuff it's perfectly fine but you, you need two people to connect to make one more person or two more pre people or three more people or whatever. Reproduction is absolute. And we may muck around and, and, and try and, and make it so that that's not the case. That's a mistake. Nature, nature will fix it, but that's just the reality. Number four, every nation that exists on earth today or has ever existed was born from war and built next to an ocean of blood on a mountain of bones on land that was won through violence, period. The land wasn't stolen. doesn't matter where you think it was stolen from or who you think it was stolen from because before anybody else got there, the people that were already there fought, were fighting and taking the land from one another. Somebody other, Some other person shows up that has superior capabilities and they take it from everybody. Every nation that exists today or has ever existed was born from war and built next to an ocean of blood on a mountain of bones and land that was won through violence. You may not want to hear it. Might make you a little mad. But the land wasn't stolen. It wasn't. It was won. And even if it was through trickery or dirty, uh, dirty deeds, it was still won. You can feel bad about that today because you weren't around when this stuff was happening. But perspective will tell you every nation that exists today or has ever existed was born from war and built next to an ocean of blood on a mountain of bones on land that was won through violence, period. Number five, according to the UN, there are three times the number of slaves today than there were between the 15th and 19th centuries during the Atlantic, North Atlantic slave trade. More today than ever. More today than ever. Why aren't we stopping it? May, because we can't see it, because we're okay with it, because it doesn't matter to us. We want to talk about slavery that happened hundreds of years ago. That's front and center, but we don't want to look at what's happening right now. If you if you really cared about a condition of human slavery, we would be full bore attacking it right now and and running through the slavers with a scythe. We would be doing these things, but we're not. We're interested in virtue signaling and bullshit, but we're not actually interested in looking at the problem and stopping the problem from happening now, which it is. That's according to the UN. Speaking of that, diplomacy, number six, is free, but war is expensive. That's why politicians choose war. Diplomacy is free, war is expensive. Politicians can make money off of war, and they often do, Democrat and Republican alike. You can hate it. But it's true. That's for America, for everybody else, whatever. Human rights. 
Human rights are those things that are granted to everyone equally across all socioeconomic classes and require no effort or expense to oversee or enforce. It would be nice in America if state college had no cost to those who attended. It would be nice in America if healthcare was taxpayer funded, not run, not government run, but taxpayer funded. It would be nice, but that is not a right. You don't have a right to shelter. You don't have a right to care. You don't have a right to ask someone else for capital and labor that you don't own or you're not willing to provide or that you don't provide. You can barter for services. You can learn to trade and barter for services if you'd like. You can certainly do that and it won't cost you any money. But you don't have a right, an absolute right to that care. You don't have an absolute right to shelter. You have a right to what you earn. You have a right to what you put effort forward to. Because as soon as you hand somebody something, human behavior is, the science on human behavior is such that they don't value, you don't value something that you get for free. People would rather pay for it. It's true. Look it up. <sighs> Capitalism. Capitalism is the best and worst financial system ever devised. And it's, and is in point of fact superior to every other financial system currently being utilized. This is true. That fact, number nine, does not, however, mean that unelected billionaires should be able to buy and sell elected officials like used cars. Money isn't the problem. Money in politics is the problem. And it doesn't matter who the politician is or, the, or who the, what party they happen to be in, whether it's, whether it's a, a Democrat or Republican or Independent or whoever. Everybody takes money. The longer somebody is in, in office, the richer they get. The, the, why does somebody who makes a couple hundred thousand dollars a year over the course of 10 years end up with 30 or 40 million dollars? Because they have information we don't have. They have capabilities we don't have. No, 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 no. That's the problem. They get handed money to make laws to benefit these, these large corporations. That stuff, we can stop that. We're just choosing not to. Democrats can stop it, the Republicans can stop it, but they don't want to because they're getting paid too much. So term limits will be will, would, would go a good long way to fix that problem. And other and other rules that we can talk about later. Number 10, halfway home. The worst thing that has ever happened to you is the worst thing that has ever happened to you. But the world does not give a shit. It happened to you, and that's awful. But how long do you spend? worrying about something that's already happened and you can't change or how much time do you spend in fear of the future so our memory and our thoughts are our worst enemy in this case because oh this bad thing just happened and i have to worry about this bad thing happening again i have to worry about this bad thing happening again and then looking to the future well what if that same thing happens or what if other things happen and then i'm scared i'm, I'm sad about the past and i'm fearful for the future why how do i live through this how does it work you have to you have to order your mind in a better way and, and, and focus on those things, my God, because the world doesn't care. 1,100 years from now, nobody will know who you are. That's number 11. 10 years from now, nobody will know who you are. If you keel over today, people will be sad. People will remember. People will you know eat and drink in your name and all of that. And then uh, a year from now, they'll forget or they'll remind you, remember you at holidays. And then, uh, you know, the Facebook thing will pop up and blah, blah, blah. But nobody will dedicate themselves to your memory for very long, if any time at all. So live in a way that makes you 
joyful and happy and be kind to one another because people will remember kindness until their dying day. So you will be remembered and, and carry on in that remembrance if you're kind. And they will also remember when you're if you're if you're an asshole and they will not want to talk to you or keep you in, in their minds and their hearts and their prayers, all of that. So nobody cares. Nobody, nobody will know who you are 100 years from now. So it's best to be the best. It's best to be kind. It's best to be decent. It's best to be good. If you think it's best to be bad, try it and see how that works out for you. You'll be alone pretty quickly. Number 12, you absolutely cannot be anything you want. Your parents lied to you. You're probably too dumb to build rockets, too short to play basketball, too fat to swim professionally, whatever. Just find what you love and what you're good at and throw yourself full steam into it like Mr. Bukowski said. Find what you love and let it kill you. You probably can't do some of the things that other people can do. Maybe you can. And if you can, then fucking do them and shut up about the talking. Just go do them. But you probably can't. Whether you, you have the smarts and you're too lazy or you don't have the smarts but you have the drive, whatever it is, find something that you love to do. You won't work a day in your life, but find something that you enjoy. And you won't enjoy everything you do, but that doesn't matter. You can't be everything. You can't be absolutely anything you want. You just can't. But that's okay because, number 13, work is meaningful necessary and it keeps your mind right there is no such thing as ignoble labor no matter how down the, the you know down the socioeconomic stratus uh, strata that happens to be no matter how menial the job seems it is important to that person who has it and it is critical to the operation of that agency that place that wherever that person is working they need that person otherwise they wouldn't be there so be kind to those people if you if you are if they are customer facing or if you if you work with a you know folks that are just picking up you know like janitors maybe or somebody else there's no such thing as ignoble labor there's just not you want to believe there is but there's not you don't want your kid maybe uh sweeping floors their whole life but there's nothing wrong with sleeping sweeping floors to, to learn some things and to, to carry on right so yeah there's no such thing as ignoble labor number 14 people next two things are very often not against you, but for themselves. Some, sometimes people do things uh, around you or to you or around, you know in your in your universe. They're doing it for themselves. They're not they're not trying to hurt you because they don't think enough about you to make have it make a difference. They're doing things that they want to do for themselves. That's how that stuff goes. Sometimes they're looking to hurt you, but most of the times most of the time it's it's looking out for themselves. Even if you get hurt in the crossfire. Because as we know, 100 years from now, nobody will know who any of us are. Sometimes, number 15, people are cunts. You can't see it, but I just shrugged. Nothing you can do. Sometimes they're just cunts. And, and you can deal with those people any way that you wish. I, you certainly won't uh, change my mind. Uh, you won't make me feel good or bad about it. I don't care. Uh, I will always treat everybody the same until it comes, you know, I'll, I'll follow Dalton's advice and be nice until it's time not to be nice. But if I'm not nice to you, it's your fault, not mine. So, number 16, life, life, oh boy, life in and of itself is not sacred. It's common. It's everywhere. We are nothing special. We are no different than the tiger or the snake or the gorilla. We're the same. You want to believe we aren't. We want to believe that, that yo, we have all these abilities, and we do, which is awesome. But as far as just simple life is concerned, there's there are fish that live uh, uh, so far down to the bottom of the sea we can't even see them uh, who, who adapt in, in ways that are, you know, the, 
no matter how high you think or how low you think, there is something living. Life is not a sacred operation. It's everywhere. We know it's everywhere. It might even be in outer space. We don't know that yet 100%, but here's what we do know. It, it, it's not special. So goes us. So goes the snake. So goes the tiger. So goes the giraffe. It's all the same kind of thing. That does not mean you can treat it poorly or disrespectfully or, or, or without solemnity if it needs to be taken. Life is important, but it certainly uh, is not sacred. It's very common. Out of nowhere, apropos of nothing, the lottery that we all play is a tax on hope. Yet some, pay, some people who pay that tax win, and that's good. Uh, you can't win if you don't play, but don't get ridiculous with it. It's a life lesson uh, that, I, that I sort of ran across because I, I watched some folks that I know just spend ridiculous amounts of money on the lottery, and and I I never understood it person, personally because you're very the, the odds are astronomical, but somebody wins. Lots of people do win, but if you do win, if you happen to win, get yourself a financial advisor before you spend a cent. You understand? Find somebody who knows what they're doing because you don't. Stop. Unless you're the financial advisor yourself, you don't know what you're doing. So figure that out. Speaking of figuring it out, kids, next two is for kids. The adults know a lot of things, but we don't know a whole lot more. Most of the time, we're faking it. I know that's a shock, but most of the time, we're fucking faking it. And we are. We are. We just, we don't know. But we will tell you, if we're good adults, we will tell you that we don't know. And we will tell you that we want to help you understand it so we can help understand it. Right? That's the point. Parents, this is going to hurt your feelings. Children's first bullies are very often their parents. You can think about that as long as you like. But children's first bullies are very often their parents. I know that was true for me. Not necessarily my mom or my dad, but he was so broken and so de destroyed by, by, by two wars and all the things that he's seen and done. You know, with him, I found a, I found a, a, a purple heart years after he passed away. You know, in his effects, like, how does that just show up? And nobody knows about it. it. It is what it is, though. Okay. So, uh, be careful about what you what you say and how you say it, and and how you interact with your kids and the kids around you. Because boy, are they paying attention. It's their job as children to take as much in as they can. And then you don't want to learn. You don't want to have them learn from you if you're being an asshole. Last but certainly not least, number twenty. More uh, the final bit on life. Life isn't fair. It never was. It never will be. You are probably aren't a victim, so stop acting like one and get to work on creating your best self before the sand runs the fuck out on your hourglass. You don't have time. You've got some time, but you don't have time. Work on it now. Find something you love. Do that thing. Do that thing. Do some hard things. Get out of the comfort zone. Do some things that scare you. Do some things that move you. Do some, do some things that change you. Do some things that make you think. Because, man, it's life's not fair. There's going to be millionaires. There's going to be billionaires. You're not going to be one of those people, most likely. Neither am I. But here's the thing. You're, not, you're, you're also there's, – there's going to be people who are smarter, stronger, taller, faster, sexier, whatever. There's going to be people who are less and all those things. You're going to find yourself somewhere in the middle. The numbers are the numbers. They are what they are. But you're not a victim. Probably you're not – overall, you're not a victim, most likely. 
you might be a victim. You might have some things that gone on in your life that were outside of your control, and that's possible. It, didn't tell you, it happens to a lot of people, a lot of children, in fact. But life is not fair. It never was, and it never will be. So don't don't spend too much time on the things that hurt you. Spend more time on the things that you want to do to move yourself forward and make your life better for you. That's my bit, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and kittens, all over the fruited planet around this big blue marble. Thank you very much for your time. This has been the Mind Changers podcast, and I, as always, am your old pal, Rob Vernon, and I hope your day is ecstatically, joyfully wonderful, and everything that you want, you get in very short order. Be excellent to each other. Bye-bye.